I've hit record. Oh, you think shit. we're good? You can't handle the good. Dude, I'll give you so much good. You wish I know give you that good good. Well, give me that good. Uh, Is this a Spice Girls song? Uh, I, it kind of seemed that way, didn't it? Show you what I good. Give me, give me, give me good. I was hoping Alex would immediately break into the intro song. Well, I really wanted to break into WAP because something, something, pull out game week. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. We have wet permission. Wet and juicy. Wet, wet, Alex, wet. start the podcast, please. Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. My name's Jake. With me are said couples, Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex. This week, we're here to talk about The Husbands of River Song, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Douglas McKinnon. Before we do that, Jill, you weren't here last week. What did you think about Hell Bent? All right, I only wrote down a few comments, most of them are quotes. It obviously was a very intense episode. Um, not surprised that Clara came back. I just, I couldn't see her death being the ending. I think we talked about that too. After being such a prominent companion, that's just not a way for her to go out. So this is a much better story for her to go out, even though it was hard to watch and it was intense and a lot of emotions and all of that fun stuff. Um, the first quote I wrote down verbatim was sad and beautiful, which comes up repeatedly throughout the story. Yeah, um, and you brought it up last time, and I knew that line was in here, and I was, like, super excited for that. Yeah, but that, I thought, was the whole episode. And again, multiple people say that quote, but that's really the whole episode. It really was beautiful, and it really was sad. So, it took a lot of that no, away. it was both. It really was. <laughs> it was a good theme for the episode, right. for sure. The other thing that stood out to me is memories become stories when we forget them. Um, just Clara wanting to, I mean, I can't imagine being in her shoes and throughout the story, throughout the flashbacks, knowing that the doctor doesn't remember her and being a trooper about it and not ever overstepping, like taking that backseat role isn't something she's very good at. So for her to... Her final story, like, she's still really being a companion by doing that, by stepping back, by letting the doctor tell his story and share those. It would have been memories, except that he can't remember. Um, and not being emotional about it, like, going with it and just making the best of it. I thought that was a really cool ending for her. It's okay if I ask you a few questions? Yes, please. So would you... What was going through your head when the doctor at the very beginning like walks into a diner and Clara's sitting there? Uh, what the fuck? That was several times throughout. I don't know if it just took me longer to figure it out. What was did going you, on? Did you think she was like an alternate Clara like yes. some of the other ones did? Yeah, I definitely thought that. Um, I didn't know, of course, what kind of Clara she'd be, but... And it wasn't even saying her name. I f can't remember what she said her name was. She never did. Okay. 
Because I know he was saying her name, and then for her to not respond was just a weird reaction. So yeah, I definitely thought it was just going to be an alternate Clara. But at the same time, it's at that point, like, Clara can't be here forever. So it was a really interesting way to give her a better finale. What do you think, then, about her her ending being that she's essentially immortal, she has a TARDIS, and she has a companion. She's just the Doctor now. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> um, I guess Sorry. it's... I can't imagine anything else for her. I can't imagine her going back to a normal life. Because yeah. that obviously isn't her. Well, and that's kind of been her story, is her slowly becoming the Doctor, where we thought the end of that was her dying because she flew too close to the sun, but in reality, the end of that is she just becomes the Doctor. Yeah, that that's weird. That's a weird concept. But again, not, I, don't, I don't know how else she would end. She's yeah, not going to just be a human. Uh, That's all I got. You good? Good. Cool. All right, now let's get back to talking about the Husbands of River Song. Cody, you literally just finished watching this. What do you think? It's so rompy. But it's, it's a bit rompy. It's it's like the best romp ever. <laughs> it is like a huge roller coaster ride and I'm pretty sure I absolutely love this episode. Sam it's hard to say it's a great episode, but it is a great episode. It's just great in a different way than the previous episodes were great. Like, this is more of, like, it's a Christmas story, so it's the fun. Great. But it was great. Chill. Of course I loved it because River Song's in it and Jake lies. what I do? River Song's in it in the, in the episode that we watched. I don't know if you watched the same one. Yeah, it's called The Husbands of River Song. I know, you told me River Song's not coming back. Liar. Anyway, love the River Song factor. I loved a lot of the characters and development. Didn't love the story, but it was a romp, and it was fun to have a romp again. Alex? I'm kind of on board with everybody else. Like, it's it's a fine episode. The... um, Story was non-existent, but it was just an enjoyable viewing. Like, it was just fun. And I liked it. I think it was a good palate cleanser. Yeah. From the last several. It's still an emotional drag. It is. At the the end there. At the end there, yeah. But yeah, they really got into the heartstrings and just stabbed you a little bit. (laughs) Um. I posted a video on our Discord that's like seven minutes long. Um, there's a YouTube compilation guy, uh, Margarita Life, who's pretty big, and he, I, I'm really assuming uh, pronouns here, uh, does a River Song one called Goodbye that's uh, really good. And what's good about it is that it puts uh, shots together from this and her first episode. And shows you like how much was taken from that silence in the library and put into this story. So that all that stuff that she says comes around and it's all here. Wow. It's awesome. 
That, like that she says awesome. stuff like, oh, last time I saw you, you had a haircut and a new suit. And then there's a line in here where he's like, oh, this is my new suit. And then she even says, like, they went to the singing towers of Derillium the last time she saw him. And so that was this. That's cool. Do, do they say that in it. silence in the library? Yes. In this episode, they say that uh, there's, I don't know, legends that that's the last time they see each other. Yeah. So for her, she goes from this to, you know, wherever she has to go to meet up with those people that she goes to the library with. Like, that's her next adventure. Mm. Ooh. Jake. Yeah. What'd you think of the episode? Um, the whole end part in the restaurant, I watch on YouTube, like, pretty regularly. Um, and then the, the scene of her being like, oh, the doctor doesn't love me back, and he sure wouldn't be standing here next to me. I watch that a lot. I don't really watch the whole episode much, because I don't really rate the first 20 minutes, but I actually had a better time with it today than I thought I would have. I think those two scenes, I mean, again, obviously River's in it, and that's always fun, but those two scenes made the whole story worth it. Which two scenes? Well, when she's, like, yelling at that waiter guy and was like, the doctor doesn't love me back in whatever danger I'm in, he wouldn't be standing here next to me, and then he says, hello, sweetie. That's 39 minutes into this episode. And the next yeah. 17 minutes are great, but it does sure take its sweet-ass time getting <laughs> to that part. With And there's fun stuff in there, but... Not many times am I sitting here watching Doctor Who, and I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. I thought this episode was hilarious. Yeah. Like, the first... Uh, the part where Alex Kingston was, by the way, the most perfect person for... Fuck, what's her name? River Song. River Song. Oh, why'd you tell him? Person. Make him come up with a name. <laughs> Not that one. That's too painful. For River Song. Absolutely outstanding. That, okay. And when her name comes into play with the doctor's speech. Yeah. Oh, I, I went so back good. and added that into my notes just in case one of you morons didn't notice. But yeah. So good. I didn't notice. That was probably like my favorite part of the lines of the episode was that. Yeah. So at the very end, Cody, when he's talking about the singing towers and he says, no one's really sure how it works. It's probably blah, blah, blah. And he says, but when the wind's fair, not all the times, but when you need it most, there is a song. And he's talking about her, like when he needed her, she's always there for him. Oh, oh my heart. It's so good. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. What'd you think of the uh, the Hydroflax just story? I all I can think of is Hydroflask. Hydroflask, like the, yeah. The bottles that <laughs> people are obsessed with. Who, uh, he was an odd duck. Is that I actor it, in I a lot of other stuff? Fun. Is that actor in a lot of other stuff? That's Greg Davies. He's a comedian in the UK. And he got started as he was like the principal on Inbetweeners. That was like his first big thing. Hmm. 
um but he is the host and i know you've watched one episode of it alex he's the host of taskmaster my favorite show oh okay mm-hmm. is the guy who plays narble is a comedian as well no is he in yeah. uh is he he's in Tweedledee. Uh, yeah Tweedledee and Tweedledum, right yep yeah it took me two wa- watches too but he's part of a he's little britain in which is like a comedy sketch show in the uk there it is that's been yeah. huge for like 20 years for some reason i th- just thought i knew him as a comedian yeah so it must be that uh so yeah what'd you think of our guest cast we got uh greg davies matt lucas uh sexy uh spanish man <laughs> whatever <laughs> right he yeah. was oh romano? yeah romano romano was that his name Something like that. Alejandro. Yeah, Romano. Yeah. Yeah, that was his character name. It was a fun supporting I cast. I mean, he was droll. I'd like you didn't really get much out of him. I was like, he he wasn't in a whole lot of it. Also, were they like, hey, Alex Kingston, want to come back and you can like mac on everyone? <laughs> we'll we'll bring people back just for you. Yeah, we'll bring in a hot guy for you to make out. Right. right? Being a victim well, of that, I, mean, I understand. She's got to put her leg up on Alex. <laughs> so, like, she's a wild and free spirit. Right. That makes she's me perfect. think that, like, they wrote that for her because that's her. His name is Ramon. In the- Ramon. Oh, oh what Same do we call thing. him? Romano. Romano. Like the cheese? <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's a cheese. Uh, everybody hates Romano. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been. He's done like a one episode spot in every show. Like he was in an episode of Glee, CSI, Shameless, Warehouse 13, Bones, uh, NCIS, Nip Tuck. And he was in season two of 24. He's in like half the episodes as you're not going to believe it. A terrorist because <laughs> he has Ooh. dark hair. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Okay. So you were talking about the story of. Hydro Flask, whose name isn't actually Hydro Close Flask, enough. but now it's going it to be Flask. Just deal with it. Close enough. <laughs> um, so obviously he wants the diamond. How does the diamond get in his head? And um, projectiled it into his head. As River says, at speed. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> exactly. It means it enters his head at velocity. Yeah, there was an explosion. The velocity of what? Speed. Where, yeah. where Wait, was the diamond? The... Faster than zero. On the planet of those people that River said she was going to bring it back to, but doesn't. Like, just hanging out? Just a diamond? Like, wasn't it protected? Well, it was or... part of some sort of explosion. Like, that's how it yeah, got Yeah, that's how it entered his head. But yeah, it was like these people's, like, spiritual uh, diamond. <laughs> and so I'm sure it was, like, in some kind of shrine. Clearly, the diamond part of the story wasn't fleshed out very well. <laughs> That's my biggest complaint of this episode: is the at speed. What? what? How insane. else would it enter a skull? Do you remember the line? No five shots rapid. This is the same garbage. <laughs> no, and it's just fine. Uh, it's five rounds rapid. Five <laughs> rounds rapid. Oh man, I missed the assonance. That's important. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't even have that. Next time you ask me like how fast I'm going to do something, I'm going to say at speed. At speed. Yes. Is River Wait. actually married to him? Well, whatever that means, yeah. Huh. 
Sure, in a river sort of way. And reminds her of his second wife. I had to think really hard to say that one. What? Well, the How doctor. Many times has River been married? All of them. <laughs> Someone reminds River of her second wife. You said his second yeah, wife. Yeah, the doctor. Her. Yeah. See, oh. I thought about it and I never made it. Gotcha. <laughs> I like that they've both been married to Cleopatra. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. That was funny. I can't figure out how River doesn't figure it out. Like, she's smarter than that. Or she knows the doctor. She knows him as intimately as anybody. So she knows it's not possible that this guy is the doctor. Because it would be another face. But his mannerisms and everything, you would think he would. she would catch on. To I, some extent. And the couple times he said, I'm the doctor. And she's like, right? yeah, I hope so. It's just also, the face change that she can't learn him. Right. So he was like Matt Smith was supposed to be the last one. And she oh, knew that. Right. So she How? thinks there's she knows she's met all of his faces. And, you know, they've done like some big finish in comics and stuff where she actually does get to meet the other ones. But, uh, yeah, she knows all of the doctor. And so it's not possible that there's another one that she doesn't know. So it just doesn't even enter her mind. How? Did she call for a surgeon? I don't understand. Well, she had Nardal do it. And we see the surgeon they called. And so she mm. just needs someone to... I missed that. Who'd she call? I missed that part. Yeah, so when Nardal comes and gets the doctor, as they walk off, there's another man behind them who like sees some lady walking by and is like, did you call a surgeon? And she just keeps walking. Oh, totally <laughs> missed that. Got it. Oh, no, the hilarity. <laughs> I do like when Nardal shows up and knocks on the TARDIS and the doctor pops out and the TARDIS knows that he's sad because <laughs> he doesn't have a companion anymore. And so it puts holographic uh, antlers, antlers on his head. That was pretty good. That's so grumpy. <laughs> Reminded me of Wilf. Good old Wilf. Yeah. I kind of like Pouty Doctor. I'm glad it didn't last super long, but... I thought that was fun. Yeah. Well, here that... we get straight up giggly, Doctor. He's having a fucking ball rolling around in the snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. talks about how he hasn't laughed in so long. And it's probably been billions of years in his <laughs> time because of the things. Yeah, Alex and I just watched um, Remembrance of the Daleks, a seventh Doctor story. And in that, he says that he's 900 years old. I think we watched a sixth Doctor story where he says he's 900 years old. <laughs> and probably the fifth Doctor, too. So, like, from Doctor 5 like five to Matt Smith, he ages seven years. <laughs> and then Solid. Matt Smith ages, like, 2,000 years. Did the writer just quit caring? Like, uh, no one will pay well, attention to this. Well, it was all different writers, and they just put shit in, and nobody cared. And there's no, like, continuity. Like, at some point, Tom Baker, the fourth Doctor, says he's thousands of years old. And that he can, that he's had, like, a hundred generations. Like, there's no real canon. This is what happens yeah. when you don't have Tardis Wiki yet. Anyway. How do I get River's magic wand? <laughs> Her sonic trowel? The sonic but, but the the one that makes her like all pretty real fast. Oh, oh my god, the dress spray. Oh yes. Thing. I do like her sonic trowel. The dress spray was amazing, but now that we started talking about Sonic, her screwdriver is amazing. Well, it's a trowel. 
No, no, no. The real one. Oh, oh, it's the so pretty. Yeah. Come on, catch up, Alex. Well, I <laughs> but... was Jill was talking about dresses, so then I was thinking about the dress she had on at the end because that shit was banging. It was better than the first one. Yes. Is that the one with the I don't furry shoulders? So. With I the disagree. with the feather shoulders and the red with the weave, Terry first would rip you guys better. up. I like the first one better too. <laughs> oh, and man, also, we need Terry here. The first is the one. the second dress red? Yeah. Yes. That, okay, red is fi- Terry's favorite color. So and Alex's fair. too. Yeah. Okay. It was red and black. No. The best. The first dress but, was way better. So this is legit her last story so far. Whatever, like she might Jake. pop up. She, <laughs> there, she might pop so up far, again. So I kind of believe There now. is opportunity though because she says that the diary is nearly to the last page. Well, and, yeah, and but it's it's tough to like it'd be really cool and fans would like to see her and jody whitaker have an episode together um it'd be tough to kind of find a spot in her timeline to do it unless you could be like oh i read uploaded myself out of the library computer so bam i do what i want <laughs> but uh she i mean alex hinkson is 55 years old now so like the further away we get from when she was on the show <laughs> the harder it is to bring her back Man, I want to post this dress in Discord. How are you saying this dress is not the best dress? So nice. <laughs> well, uh, look up one? a picture of the red no. one, and that's why. I'm I'm with you, Sam. I like the other one better. I don't Mostly like because I don't like either trap. the dress, and I just want to see Alex Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, saying that Alex Kingston's 55 now, Alex and I did meet her last year, and... She looks like, ready to banging. record an episode with Jodie Whittaker. Right. Lego. How many more guys can they bring on for husbands for her? The, it'll be women when it's Jodie Whittaker. Well, it doesn't have to it, be men. I like where this it is going. It could also be Holy more shit. men, though. What if, what if that... Women, whatever. I volunteer whatever, as tribute. Whatever she wants. What if, what if that... <laughs> as a woman. What if that line, uh, you remind me of my second wife, I is Jodie? That, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but is that really... It would be really funny because then she'd be talking about the doctor reminding her of the doctor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She also didn't. I that too. She didn't really get into like how this happened where there's another face. Well, so that... he, she says what happened and he goes a thing and she says it tends or she's something like, yeah, I figured or yeah, that tends to happen. Yeah. So she I mean, there's a lot of room like it's not a closed book by any means. Right. I just mean, like, as far as she's, like, very easily convinced about his new regeneration. She's just like, yeah, okay. I kind of figured. <laughs> kind of like how at the end, she's saying, like, I always knew Derillion would be our last night together, but I also always assumed you would just fix it. Oh, right. also, and then- when she gets, like, so heartbroken about it being their last night and she asks how long a night is. That was 24 awesome. 24 days. Yeah. No, years. Years. years years that's right yeah and then they have like the most romantic look at each other and like they don't even touch and it is super romantic and adorable why don't they kiss she kissed matt smith right? all over the fucking place <laughs> is it peter capaldi we haven't seen Maybe. him kiss anybody right? capaldi doesn't get to kiss anyone or well, does like it he... want to well he kissed missy oh yeah well missy kissed him let's be real yeah it was but still I, part I, of I thought scene, like but... maybe uh, just like how he refuses to not wear his wedding ring, I thought maybe it's something to do with that. Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. do kissing scenes, but he did with Missy, so that's out the window. Maybe he gets, like, one per show, 
His wife's <laughs> like, you get one. Yeah, and it's used on Alex Kingston. <laughs> you yeah, didn't know you she would was forgive on. it. You don't talk but shit about Michelle Gomez on my Gomez podcast. Was pretty, yeah. <laughs> I don't, to, to what Sam was saying though, they didn't touch. They just looked at each other a certain way. Like I kind of like that. Like that shows that their relationship has kind of grown past the physicalness. You know what I mean? Obviously, well, it's it just hasn't. that. It's just that or last that have... shot. It's like four seconds too long, and. I've had there's a couple shots where I have a problem with the editing in this, and like um, in the scene where she's like, he definitely wouldn't be standing next to me in it, and then she looks at him and he says, "Hello, sweetie." There's like eleven second pause in there, and it should be a four second pause. I and... disagree with you. At the end, I thought <laughs> the length was a perfect amount to just like adore them and look at them and see how cute they are together. In that I scene, though, Jake, that, long running time. that you're talking about where it happened, it's too long, I totally agree. Also, just, like, how they're staged towards each other just felt weird, like they weren't yeah. actually in the same room. At the last one or the one before? No, the one where he says, hello, sweetie. Oh, okay. And Douglas McKinnon, we talk a lot about Rachel Talley as my favorite Doctor Who director. Douglas McKinnon is my second favorite Doctor Who director, but this is not my favorite effort of his. Wait, say that again. Which part? The, it, the part about what's your favorite? I said, oh, I just favorite? said this is this episode is not my favorite effort of his, oh, like okay. of the Doctor Who that it, he it, does. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's more to come. Well, he's done a bunch. I think this oh. might be his last. Hold on, I'll look it up. Oh. What is your favorite? If it's not this one. Oh, he actually does eight episodes. So he did the Centaurin two-parter during Donna's season. Centaurin, ha. It's Centaur, ha. No. Um, oh, so he, he did Power of Three, which is fine. Most of the problems with that are because of one actor. Cold War, the submarine one, which is directed really well. And then Listen and Time Heist and Flatline. Ooh, Listen. And then, yeah, this is his last one. Listens real good. And he also did the Abominable Bride episode of Sherlock. I and he did six that. episodes of Good Omens. Cody couldn't watch that. I can't watch anything. No, he can't. <laughs> it's really bad. I'm with him. I can watch I, The Boys. I watched like three episodes of The Boys and I even stopped doing that. Not because it's bad, but just because I don't ever watch anything. That's, so, yeah, that's how it goes. Cody's so mad that they all didn't come out at the same time. <laughs> but I feel like it's keeping his interest because every Friday he's like, oh, I have to stay up and watch this. I'm like, okay, well, nice. I'm going to go to bed then. Speaking that, of. Some things should come out weekly. Like it creates like a uh, discussion like we when epi the final episode came out like i don't know what happened but a lot of podcasts were talking about it because it was crazy and so it like creates a national discussion that lasts for six weeks when um what's the netflix show stranger <laughs> things loves. broke broke the mold yeah so yeah well when stranger things comes out everyone's super excited like when a trailer comes out but that lasts for three days and then the show comes out 
and you get like a week to talk about it and then you have to stop because everyone's either watching it slowly so they don't want to talk about it because they don't want spoilers or everyone's already talked about it and so the national discourse is three days long yeah but the design for that format is for ads on netflix yeah it's well no not on netflix but the design of the format of releasing episodes once a week is to develop this prime time where you have more eyes on screen at a specific time and that makes your ads more expensive no it came to exist because people needed content and so you need something you can put on television every day and netflix all they care about is content so they just need stuff so that when you click on stranger things and you binge through four seasons they have other shows they could say if you like this you'll like this too so that you stay subscribed when some when something like amazon puts out a show weekly it's so the news articles that are coming out because there's nothing else on fucking TV right now because the world ended six months ago. Then they have every headline on Reddit talking about the boys. For weeks. Because no one has anything else to write about. <laughs> uh, that's a fair point. I still fucking hate it. How have we not talked about the it's bigger on the inside scene? That was oh really my good. God. That was really good. <laughs> the doctor's like, it's, it's my, my time. Turn. Holy Jesus. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and the way he just over exaggerates everything and the-, and the drama, like that's bad acting to the best ability. It's just. And then, and then he said, a word for that. Yeah, it's like overacting. And, and then he said, I just wanted to see it done properly once. Yeah. <laughs> I love the reveal that River frequently steals the TARDIS. Yeah. And right? has like a hidden bar in like behind one of the panels. That, that was, was pretty good. Uh, what was the guy's name that was buying the the diamond? Was it Slash? Scratch. Scratch. That fucking moment when his head opened, that was insane. The, like the yeah, effects, that's gross as shit. Yeah, but kids would love it. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Like there was a lot of head things in this episode. <laughs> They're like, let's just see what we could do with heads. They, I think, they did what they could with moving around Hydro Flask's head, but some of it looked pretty poor. I also feel really bad for that actor who's just like <laughs> in a table with his head clamped into it. In a table or like <laughs> leaning over a garbage bin while Peter Capaldi has his hands on his face. <laughs> yeah. There was also like a scene where something flew away and it was super bad CGI. Well, when his head was dropped onto the floor, <laughs> it was like sped up and weird. But their CGI throughout the rest of the episode yeah, was so good. That's the whole thing. Some of it was so good. All right, before the heads, we talked a little bit about River and the TARDIS. One of my favorite scenes is when the Doctor and River are deciding, like, who takes the spaceship, who takes the TARDIS. And again, just River's comfort with the TARDIS and then being able to get it back so easily, too. Like, obviously, it listens to her. Like, the Doctor sent it away, and she was able to get it back. And just, I don't know, just reminds you of their relationship and and that she... And is able to just he do those puts things. it right on the doctor, which yes. is like so cool every time that happens because it has to be so hard. She's just a baller. Well, I think the doctor's just bad at flying it. Like he, oh, he's yeah. like, you should flip that switch, <laughs> and she's like, why? That 
uh, does yeah, something that, to whatever floor. It evacuates the sewer on like deck seven. Deck on seven. Deck seven. Oh, better avoid because deck remind seven. me not to go on deck seven yeah. or like remind me to clean up deck seven, something like that. Again, though, we got really cool TARDIS shots. Yeah, where it's like the floating deck, the surrounding. It's really cool. And then just the whole ability to have the shot of that machine coming through the door and then walking around the TARDIS. I thought that was really well done. What they're doing with CGI right now and like with practical effects makes me so excited for like each season after this. Everything's getting so good. And Jake, I don't care what you say. I love the are they Moffatisms where like this is not a this or this is just the this yeah archaeologist is just a thief that has patience <laughs> love it oh I didn't even catch that that sucks so good <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing I love it um I do really like like we've talked about little bits of it the whole sequence of them like escaping the ship or first trying to save it and then trying to trick each other into being saved. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, the, him teleporting her and her putting the TARDIS around him. And then the wonderful line of the doctor saying, not one person is worth you. Mm-hmm. And we get to see, it's not super often. We get to see the affection river has for the doctor reciprocated. I really liked the the sequence after that when she was knocked out and he just does a tiny hop, uh, sees the guy, gives him the diamond, tiny hop, makes a reservation, tiny right. hop, we're yes. there. He just like pulls the lever down, waits two seconds, pushes it back up. It's like, you didn't put in a time. Yeah. But he's just like, he can just fly the TARDIS super easy when it's convenient. Yeah. I, I just thought that was so cool and you know, and making his reservation, they're like two years on Christmas Day. He's like, no problem. Boop, here we are. It was mm-hmm. four years. Was it? Yeah, it was, it was a while. Yeah, it was four. That was all. We got he just sees that guy and he's like, you should make a restaurant here. You can make a lot of money. <laughs> I thought he was going to walk and be like, hey, guy. And he was going to give him a table. By the way, we need to quit oh. correcting people on the tiny things because that'll come up in trivia later. <laughs> oh, like dang, when I said right. 24 days and, and you guys all corrected me to 24 years you should have let me think it was days it's gonna come yeah, up now, now she's gonna know well, <laughs> you can't I'm... have the podcast listeners thinking we don't know about this episode it's just Jake like cutting in constantly well, it's actually so now, actually... now is our weekly time to talk about the neither the, neither the space nor the time podcast neither so the time nor the they space. started yeah. Good try. What I say? <laughs> Verbatim. Right at the space or the time. Yeah, that one. I okay. also like the the docudrama that Mark Gatiss did. I can never get it in the right order in that either. And it's like an adventure in time and space or an adventure in space and time. Whichever one I I'm going to say is going to be the wrong one. Cannot figure that one out at all. So our friends at the Neither the Time Nor the Space podcast... They started doing Doctor Who Trivial Pursuit, and ours ends at like the 50th anniversary special. The one they have has Jodie Whittaker stuff in it. What? So like, you I go didn't find that right. I didn't know a new one had come <laughs> out. 
they did invite us to a secret Santa. So oh. he goes, I figure we could send them some British Doctor Who stuff and they can send us some nice things. <laughs> I was like, American Doctor Who? <laughs> hey, neither the time nor the space. We're in. <laughs> they they don't actually listen because they're way behind. Yeah. Get, well, get ready to have your, Dave, your gift David or David? David? David. He's seen them all, so it's fine. He... He, but I don't think he listens to our podcast. Yeah, probably not. But <laughs> maybe it is. It is fun when Matt keeps bringing us up in all of their podcasts, and David is just like monosyllabic. He's like, "Yep, I'm okay." Still yep. on season two of theirs, so I'm. A bit I behind. wish David was in our podcast. <laughs> David's the one who likes. No, Dr. you Ruth. want Matt? Oh, yeah. Okay, then yeah. Okay, I have. A couple of lines I want to bring up. We're not doing favorite lines, but I do like when the doctor says, or you know, Rivers in the very beginning trying to kill her husband to get the diamond out of it, and say the doctor goes, "You're talking about murdering someone," and she goes, "No, I'm not. I'm actually murdering someone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we don't know at that moment but he's like a really bad person and so she doesn't really feel bad about it so river's on her own adventures every guy she meets (laughs) only if it makes her rich some ladies Uh, my other favorite line is when right after it's revealed who the doctor is and all the meteor showers starts happening and they fall through the floor and the doctor goes so what do you think and she says of what it was my new body. She goes, I'll let you know. I've only seen the head. Yes. <laughs> oh. That's a good one. Perfect river. I also like the lines where he's like, come on, you don't recognize me? She's like, no, who are you? And she's, he's like, come on. No, who are you? The way she says it and like her face. Does anyone remember that scene? Mm-mm. I do. I know what you're talking about. It's really good. You guys want to do tweets? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alex Song. Tweet, tweet, and tweet, and tweet, and tweet, and tweet, and tweet, tweet. Ode Ollie, at Ode underscore Ollie, says, we caught him off guard with how quickly we did another episode so he didn't have his notes ready. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. This has to be one of my favorite episodes of Who, at least in this era. It's not necessarily the best, but it's so easy to watch and rewatch, and possibly the coolest who gets. Sorry. And possibly the closest who gets to a proper slapstick comedy. And it was sorely needed after season nine. Capaldi really shows his comedic side in this after the serious nature of season nine. And I love how much he hams up his performance, matching Alex Kingston. The scene of him entering the TARDIS is wonderfully hilarious, and his angry rant at the TARDIS at the start is great too. But he also shows such emotion physically, especially in the scenes of River's speech and his to her at the end. The realization of the Doctor not having shown River that he loves her is played so well, and the speech is given with such understated emotion. Alex Kingston gives such a powerful and varied performance in this in the best way. She plays the comedy brilliantly, taking digs at the Doctor and hamming up her performance so much when it comes to the emotional scenes, she's magnificent. 
Her speech about the doctor is heartbreaking. It's played with such authenticity, and you feel like she truly both loves the doctor, but believes he doesn't love her. And you can see how much it hurts the doctor as well as her. And the scene under Ilium gives them both such a beautiful scene to play, and they do it beautifully. Uh, River's lines being desperate but so loving, and the doctors are too. And if anyone doesn't like that scene, then there's something wrong. <laughs> Uh, the doctor doing everything he can to make their last night as perfect as he can is so touching. And the final lines have to be a favorite of the episode, summing their relationship up, teasing, but ultimately so loving. Matt Lucas is great in this for as much as he's in it as the scared and weaker subordinate, but brilliant comedy value. And Greg Davis is too. Very much playing this type of angry, threatening superior. And he does it so well, setting up what he's known for, making a one note villain pretty awesome. But this is really a showcase for Raven the Doctor and Capaldi and Kingston. It's a perfect end to their story to me. Touching, emotional, and beautiful, and a little sad. I think that sums them up. Really looking forward to what y'all think, especially your reactions to River finally coming back. Really think you'll love the romp of it and what's coming. And very excited for the journey that is season 10. Oh, oh. I agree oh, with all of that. Rivers. He's got great tweets for real yeah just Sums it up perfectly they write them <laughs> i think he's working on a podcast with someone oh that's sick wonderful so hopefully that happens eventually basically like all of his special beginning stuff about wrapping up season nine and moving into this yeah like like you you Needing. said earlier it's a palate cleanser because yeah it got heavy you need the comedy but he words it much better yeah so we should just read his <laughs> tweets from the beginning well and yeah. as we mentioned last week, we're not going directly to season 10 because we have another Christmas special to do next. So get out your rompiness Don't or whatever you need. Christmas. Romp me, daddy. I've hated so many romps. I'm starting to like romps. Coming around on the romps. Oh, man. They've done them better. Alex, give me that fun fact theme song. Fun facts, fun, fun facts. And I should say thanks to Ode Ollie for tweeting at us. And if you want to tweet or be a part of our Twitter discussions, you can do so at Married to Who Pod on Twitter. This is the first story in which Alex Kingston's name is in the opening titles. And it's also the first Christmas special to have no scenes on Earth. This is the first story ever to have the Doctor and his companion played by people over 50 years of age. Ooh. <laughs> My favorite reaction. Uh, there is, uh, in Big Finish, the Sixth Doctor has a long time with a companion named Evelyn Smythe, who the actress has passed away now but uh she was like an older history professor who kind of like accidentally joined him and they start out very antagonistic towards each other but become really good friends and she's amazing and it is something that would be fun to see once in a while just like a doctor and like a smart older person just traveling together and then it's very easy then to have the companion go off by themselves especially when they're in earth's past to then that person just kind of be able to handle themselves because they're smart and know 
about the past. I mean, the first doctor had a history teacher as one of his companions, and it came up a lot, and is something they could have a lot of fun with. Hmm. Matt Lucas played Nardal. He's also Jelloid in the Big Finish story, The One Doctor. I should say before that, I look at all the actors and see if they've been in Doctor Who before or if they've been in Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, or Star Wars. Or anything else I want to talk about. Uh, Robert Curtis played Scratch. He's also a security guard in the Sarah Jane Adventures episode Prisoner of the Jadoon. I like that title. I might go watch some Sarah Jane Adventures. I was like, <laughs> I feel like Jadoon always makes for fun. And then Nanzo Anuzi or Anozi was the voice of Hadroflax, the like robot part of it. He was also Zaro Jean Daxos in Game of Thrones. I don't know how to pronounce that word, <laughs> that name. But he's the guy in Karth who like kind of pretends to be rich and wants to marry Danny. And then at the very end, they like open his vault and find out it's empty. And then like throw him in Danny's uh like attendant that he was sleeping with in there and close it yeah at the end of series two what parts did he play scratch <laughs> no he was the voice of hydroflex oh okay yeah the the robot voice huh alex i'm gonna mvp these up mvp MVP. Alex, who's your MVP? Alex Kingston. Yeah, mine too. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? Uh, yeah, Alex Kingston. Jill? Alex Kingston. Cody? Alex Kingston. Hey. <laughs> Don't know what first name you said, but yeah. Alec. I suppose I said it too fast for the voice thing to pick up. Also, you, your Discord. voice in the room also did not pick up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> your uh, voice. He said it up. too yeah. fast for his throat to register. <laughs> Brain. If you guys didn't catch from old Ollie's tweets, this is definitely her last episode. So she a thousand so percent far. deserves a sweep. Yeah, I'd love to see her come back in the future. She deserves to sweep every episode, though. Let's be honest. She's great. She's the only person who I have two autographs from. (laughs) The writing was so good, too, though, with some of those speeches. I just want to put that out there. It's true. Yeah, it's Moffat. We know he's good at that (laughs) stuff. It is is now time. For everybody's favorite podcast segment, the Doctor Who Trivia Pursuit slash Doug Bets and Movie Game game. In this game, all four of these bastards playing will get a Trivia Pursuit question. It will pertain to a show they have seen, or an episode they have seen. It will be random. It could be really easy. It could be really hard. If they get it wrong, the next person gets three multiple choice. If they get it wrong, the next person gets to choose among that be remaining. And then the last person, if they can remember what everyone else says, will get an easy point. I have ahead of time created a random order, and it is Sam Cody, Alex Jill. I'm Feels in, like set up for Alex to win. I'm in the prime spot. <laughs> you really Every are. time I play this game, it's set up for Alex to win. <laughs> I haven't won in a while. Alex to win. Okay, Sam. In what year 
did the flood infiltrate Bowie Base One? Uh, two two thousand uh twelve. Cody, is it? 2059 2259 2359 2359 Alex 2059 Jill please that's correct oh. Hey. oh the lady who's captain Adelaide when she was a little kid the Daleks moved the Earth in this in the end of series four, mm. so it can't be like crazy in the future or in the past. Okay, Cody, this question was made for you. Oh, family of blood. <laughs> no, it's not your favorite anymore. Where does the tenth Doctor trap sister of mine of the family of blood? <laughs> oh, oh. And a mirror. Yeah. And what? Uh what is a mirror? Which mirror? What what the What? The mirror. Which mirror? In the house. Which house? The <laughs> family's house. What family? Oh geez. I quit this game. <laughs> the family of blood. All right, I'm going to need a ruling. We can give a mirror, but the answer is every mirror. I think mirrors is Whoa. fine. Yeah, no, I'd give fine. it to him. I didn't realize it was every single mirror. I don't think I did either. I just but figured she sense. could like jump mirrors, but she was trapped in mirror. I would have said mirror of Ezrid. Isn't that the one from Harry Potter? Wait, what's that one called? It's not that, and I don't know. <laughs> You should have said mirror of mine. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I'm not that clever. Cody has a point. Alex has a point. Alex, yeah. it is your turn. Alex, what is the name? Oh, I just realized on the last one I gave four multiple choice, but I only should have given three. Oh, well, Alex got it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart's daughter? The Silence. Fuck. I can uh the, you're this is gonna be the most frustrating thing for you. It was like me with Jenny last episode. It's like a, I, it's like right on the tip of your tongue. No, it's not even on the tip of your tongue. And anything. then you had to you had to say Crimson Aura and then Crimson Aura. That reminded me of her name. Kate. That's correct. That, yes. That's good job. Uh, Jill, are you ready? No. <laughs> You're right to be upset. It's a bad one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, Jill. What bat-like alien species were using school children to solve the Skasis paradigm? <laughs> I just listened to neither the time nor the space of this episode. Right. Well, uh, we can just go on to multiple choice then. It's Giles. 
<laughs> uh, okay, Sam. Do you want multiple choice? Isn't it just vampire? I'll give you multiple choice. Okay. <laughs> I probably won't get it then. What are we at for score? Does Alex have two? Yeah. So it's just over anyway? Yeah. Well, Cody could end up getting this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. What Again, what bat-like alien species were using school children to solve the Skasis paradigm? Was it the Sycorax, the Jagrafess, or the Krillitane? Krillitane? That's correct. Alex because is our the, winner. Because the oil had that weird name. That's that's what I would have guessed. Cause the, it was called the Krillitane oil. Yeah. Just get that wrong. Because I could one v one Alex. I yeah, but you knew, but you knew it wasn't the Sycorax, and then the the second one, the Jaggerfest, was that big thing in the satellite. Oh, I did not know what the Jaggerfest was. I couldn't was. remember. All the names were familiar. That's insane that you know that. All right, Alex and Jill for second place. On what planet does the Doctor visit and enter his own tomb? No, Cody and Jill. Wait, what's Cody and Jill for second place? Oh, start yelling planets. What was the question? No, wait. Cody uh, and Sam. Yeah, it's not me. Okay, Cody and Sam. <laughs> so There's no over. leg on this. There's no leg on this either. They're in the same room. <laughs> Cody and Sam, on what planet does the doctor visit and enter his own tomb? No! The Easy. one that we just said. Easy. Um, Transalor. Tra- no, go. fuck you, uh, Sam wins. <laughs> Sam wins second place. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> Alex, give me that paper crumbling theme song. This has been Married to Who's episode on The Husbands of River Song. If you'd like to participate with us in our social medias, you can do so on Married to Who Pod on Twitter, Married to Who on Instagram, or you can email us, Married to Who at gmail.com. If you want to listen to this podcast in some other way, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or our website, Married to Who.com. On behalf of myself, Jake, uh, Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex, and somewhere out there, producer Terry. Thank you for listening. Please join us next time for the return of Dr. Mysterio. Do <laughs> it.